Right. If you'd like a voice that's easy, expressive and human, if you want to deliver your words in a way that really makes your listener feel something, you know, and if you want a clearer voice during hay fever season, cold and flu season and even... Yikes, I've sung too loud at a Bon Jovi concert season. (laughs) Then join me for Mouth to Mic. It's my new online voice training programme that comes with its own private community of voice gigs, just like you. For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. It's the Voice Coach Podcast with me, Nick Redman, your own personal voice geek ready to guide you through getting the most out of your speaking voice. If you use your voice for a living as an actor, podcaster, voice artist, speaker or presenter, then this is the podcast for you. Let's crack on. Hello there and welcome aboard the Articulator Awareness Bus. (laughs) My name is Nick and I'll be your tour guide for today. Please keep your arms and legs and tongues inside the vehicle, okay? (laughs) Actually, not your tongues. I'm going to be getting you to stick your tongue out, but there we are. (laughs) As ever, we're going to raise the awareness as a step one to articulation. So I am here to take you on a tour. Now, you're in good hands because... I used to be a walking tour guide in London, can you believe it, back in the day, as a part-time job when I was a struggling artiste in that there city. Um, So look, if I can get a group of 50 excited tourists to Buckingham Palace from Leicester Square, I'm sure I can get you round the inside of your own mouth. (laughs) Basically, you need to know what's in there and what it does before you can really ever be, you know, efficient and clever with your articulation work. Like I said in the last episode, articulation isn't just about the sounds themselves. It's about the effect those bits of our phonatory anatomy have on the voice itself, you know. And it's also about the stress patterns and the emphasis and all sorts. But what I find is that understanding all the bits and bobs is the first step to any of this. So awareness is our first stop. (laughs) Here we go. Actually, it's also really helpful to explore this visually. So if you want to like pause now and move to where you can see yourself in a mirror, or get a mirror to play with, then that's a really good idea. I just realised I censored myself on the word mirror the first time I did it there. Northern Irish, I would usually say mirror. (laughs) So well done, me. (laughs) Not that I think I should have to change my accent, but I have had some experience of people not understanding what mirror is. It's mirror in Northern Irish. Right, welcome back. Took a bit of a detour there. (laughs) accent land. So firstly, stick your tongue out. Congrats, that's articulator number one. It's a movable articulator, which means that, well, you can move it. (laughs) It's really important for shaping the vowel sounds and also creating the consonants by making contact with lots of other bits of the inside of the mouth to cause either friction for a fricative or stop and release phase for a plosive in the airflow to make our sounds. So there's lots of important bits on the tongue. The tip is literally the bit right on the end. Like if you stick your tongue out and just literally bob your finger right on the end. Like keep your finger point as if you're pointing to the sky and just touch it at the end of your tongue. That's the tip. Some people think it's the bit just further up, but that's the tip. And the bit just beyond that, 
is the blade of the tongue. And we make lots of sounds with the tip and the blade of the tongue. And then behind that, we have the dorsum, sort of big word alert. And that's like the main body of the tongue. And that's separated for articulation purposes into front, middle and back. Now, I've popped some links to nice pictures if you want to see a bit more of the tongue. So do check those out via the show notes if that helps. But the tongue's actually directly attached to the larynx by a wee bone called the hyoid bone. So it's a real factor in vocal freedom as well. Like if we've got tongue tension, it can make the voicing itself much more effortful than it needs to be, not just the clarity of shaping our sounds. So working on your articulators isn't just about the clarity, folks. It's helping lots of other elements of voice performance too. Now, let's meet another articulator. Oh, I'm so excited. I feel like I'm on an actual tour bus. <laughs> Stick your tongue out and lick your lips. Like if you just had a really yummy donut and your lips are covered in sugar. I mean, I don't know how dramatically you eat your donuts, but your lips are covered in sugar and you're going to lick all that sugar off. Welcome to your lips. <laughs> Another of the active articulators, kiss and I'll smooch. <laughs> Hugely crucial for many sounds, both bilabial, that's big fancy for two lips, bilabial, two lips. And the bilabial consonants are things like m as in monkey, b as in banana, p as in porridge, and w as in wigwam. And labiodental also involves the lips, that's lips and teeth. And the labiodental consonants are things like f as in fish and v as in vegetables. Right, shove that tongue back in and pop the tip, remembering that's the bit right on the end behind the top teeth. Now those are your teeth. <laughs> Jokes, I'm not going to do the whole thing like that, although it would make me laugh. Those are your teeth, well done, and they're a non-movable articulator. You can't move your teeth. You can move the bits they stick into or the bits that surround them. You can't move your teeth unless you go to the dentist or you really annoy someone and they smack you in the face. <laughs> Nick Redman voice does not endorse face smacking. Now, the teeth are used with the tongue in the TH sounds, for example, both voiced and unvoiced, think and this. And the teeth are also used with the lips, as mentioned above, for things like f as in forest and v as in vagary. <laughs> I always want to swear on v, so I really have to think about the words I'm choosing. I'll let you say your swears in your own time. Next, take that tongue tip, gently run it up over the back of the teeth and onto the gum ridge where the teeth fit into. Gets a little bit bumpy and that's the alveolar ridge. You can feel it if you kind of go left to right along where the teeth stick into as well. It's a little bit tickly. <laughs> and that's where we make sounds like t, d, l. And, you know, for some accents, the R sound is almost made there. We get some approximate contact there. And for some of the s and z sounds, and for some, the s and z sounds are made there too. So keep that tongue tip going up. It's over the alveolar ridge and it domes into the front of the hard palate, which continues all the way back until you get to the soft palate. I'm going to go, so you can sort of hear a sound uh, example of, of me doing it as well. <laughs> we get that lovely big dominess of that hard palate. Now, in the intricate world of like accent coaching, the hard palate is separated into little areas for specific sounds, but we're not going to worry about that now because, well, this isn't an accent course. 
Although understanding your articulate is hugely important, and we are going through that in Ultimate Accent Toolkit at the moment. <laughs> but if you play around with the sounds like sh, zh, yi, as in yesterday, for example, you'll feel how that area is used along with the tongue to create lots of recognisable, interesting sounds for us in spoken English. And if you're English as a second language user and you want to explore making signs up there in your own language or spotting those signs in your own language, that's great. Oh, and the hard palate, of course, is a non-movable articulator. I was just tickling it with my tongue there for a minute. <laughs> so we can't move the hard palate, but the movable articulator of the tongue will work with it to create the obstructions that are really necessary. Now this next bit can be a wee bit gag inducing so do be warned and only go back there if you want to. Oh that sounds a bit dramatic but if you keep running your tongue back so we've gone over the alveolar ridge with dome into the hard palate and if you sort of suck your tongue back <laughs> this is nice sound isn't it? You'll feel a dip upwards and it gets all squishy. You can stick your finger in that's the one that makes me kind of gag though. Hello mate <laughs> But you can feel the soft palate there. The soft palate is a movable articulator. It kind of raises and lowers depending on the sounds it's involved with. And it's used with the tongue to make sounds like k and g. I sort of feel like I'm in countdown. Oh, that's one for the UK-based listeners. Can I get a g, please, Carol? Right, behind that, the soft palate, the next one, you can't physically, literally touch it and feel it unless you're very good with your gag reflex. But if you look inside your mouth now, open your mouth nice and wide, you'll see the dingly dangly or the punching bag. It's the uvula, my friend. And that is where we get our very sexy French trill. Mine is honestly a little bit misbehaving. Like sometimes it comes out, sometimes it doesn't, because it's not a sound that's in my accent. Hey, there we go. Very brother. <laughs> Sorry to anyone listening in the country of France. Ooh la la. But that's the uvula there that makes lots of various fun little sounds. And now that's where you might think the articulators end, but oh no, there's two more. Now you can actually use the throat or the pharynx, that area above the larynx and sort of behind the oral cavity and the nasal cavity to obstruct the airflow as well and make sounds. And you can use the actual space between the vocal folds, which is called the glottis. Now, that word might spark some knowledge in you if you're familiar with the term glottal stop. And this is where I get to do my favourite karaoke moment. Cheeky wee bit of Beyonce there to demonstrate the glottal. Oh, you hear that nice sort of slightly sharper onset or bouncy onset to the sound. That's the vocal folds coming together uh, uh, and the airflow breaking them apart. So we get that glottal plosive sound. Uh, uh, like if you're doing a Cockney accent, little, letter, lot of. And um, by the way, yes, I was absolutely doing the moves to be on. And by the way, yes, I was absolutely doing the moves to Beyonce there as well. Oh, 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 Nana. <laughs> anyway, the air is stopped as it's coming through the vocal folds and we get that wonderful sound, like I said, many people associate with Cockney or various Northern English accents. So the vocal folds now are in the larynx, so let's familiarise ourselves with where that is, just in case. If you pop your hand on the front of your throat, 
uh, nice and gently and just make any sound. Mm, hello, hello, hello. And just wherever you feel the really strong vibrations, that's your larynx. Now, if you swallow, you'll feel the larynx move up. And if you yawn, it shouldn't be too hard at this time of the day. For me, you'll feel it move oh, down. Ah. So that's the larynx moves up and down. But the vocal folds are in there, aka the glottis is in there. So I just wanted you to get a wee bit familiar with that. Right, that's all the articulators from the bottom of the vocal tract, the glottis, right to the top, the mouth. Aren't we remarkable? And that ends our tour. Please disembark. Whoa, whoa, wait your turn, sir. I know you're excited to get to the gift shop, but there's a lady here needs off first. <laughs> I've taken the image a bit too far. The tour is over. <laughs> Next time we'll really start to think about the importance of release of the articulators. So I'll see you for that. But in the meantime, uh, I shall be on say shimmy myself out of the booth. Oh 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 nana. Oh 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 nana. Oh please remember also to come to the Voice and Accent Hub if you want to say hi or ask questions or learn a bit more. <laughs> Off I go. I'm done. No more Beyonce. Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. For even more tips, tricks, exercises and general crack, head over to our Facebook community, The Voice and Accent Hub. Thanks again.